there, it's Toby, and before you get started on this episode, I wanted to tell you about our sponsor, Retro Pop Relics. Retro Pop Relics has been creating some of the coolest 3D printed giant video game cartridges. If you visit RetroPopRelics.com, you can see a bunch of the cartridges that are already available. You can get Super Smash Brothers, Paper Mario, Super Mario World, Pokemon Red, Blue, Yellow, and even Green. These are perfect decorations for your game room. So again, go check out RetroPopRelics.com. And if you use the promo code Genie at checkout, you'll get 10% off RetroPopRelics.com. Enjoy the show. BatSecretMedia.com Welcome to the Secret Levels Podcast. On this week's episode, we teleport through rings. You need to start talking right now. Who are you? What are you? I'm a hedgehog. I feel like that's obvious. I'm viewer one, Crazy Toby. Before I was a toddler, I was spitting out formulas while you were still spitting up formula. I was breastfed, actually. Nice. Rub that in my orphan face. I'm viewer two, Donut Lord Goose. You played some baseball, got a little upset, lightning shot out of your butt, and now they're coming for you. I'm viewer number three, Pretzel Lady Jenny Bean. <gasps> Gotta go fast! <laughs> Where am I? What year is it? Is the rock president? Whoa, 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 buddy, you're okay. Calm down. Oh, hi, Pretzel Lady. This is usually a retro video game review show, but... Today, we are not going to skip the cutscene. We are going to review a video game-based movie. We're going to go over some history. We're going to definitely talk about the story and uh, tear it apart, hopefully. And then uh, maybe go over some fun facts and then rate it at the end, right, Goobs? Hell yeah, we are. No rage meter on this one. No. I mean, it can make us rageful, but no, no meter for it today. No, we're going to consume the rage. Hold on to it for the next episode. There will be rage, trust me. <laughs> <laughs> and we do have a special guest with us, which you may have already heard her. The first ladies of levels. Yay! No, not the ladies, the first lady of levels. <laughs> Shout out to Jenny Bean. Hello! Yippee! I'm actually here for it. <laughs> the show is to Jenny Bean's new favorite fan, Ishmael. Oh yeah, shoutouts to Ishmael. <laughs> oh, I don't know about this. We'll tell you later. <laughs> He'll pop for that. <laughs> oh, I hope it makes him smile. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> we have uh, decided on a movie to to uh, discuss today. Goobs picked it. What movie did you pick for us, buddy? Well, the second one's in the theaters right now, so we might as well talk about the first Sonic movie. Yes, it's not old like the other movies we review, but it's based on a old game. Haha. We were talking about this off mic a minute ago. Uh, like, we don't really have. Usually, we we like to share our experiences and stuff, but like, this one's not old enough for us to have a whole lot of watches of it. I've only seen it once before that, and it was in the theater with my kid. 
how many times have you guys seen it? Just a handful. I've probably seen it maybe three, four times because we I bought it for Zim for Christmas, whatever year it came out, because he really had enjoyed it. Because you guys went and saw it in theaters, right? Uh, no, he saw it with my. Oh, he mama's. saw it with someone. Yeah. Oh, so then I remember he really y'all. liked it. No, it's okay. I mean, someone wants to take him to the movies, go have fun, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. So, um, yeah, we picked it up for him. So we've seen it a couple times, but not too many. Okay. Yeah, I don't think I picked this one up uh, when it came out on Blu-ray or, or whatever. Uh, I think I just kind of was like, yeah, that was a good watch. And then never really thought about it again until, you know, the second one hit theaters. If it matters, I bought it on DVD and not Blu-ray. So I guess I, that tells you what I thought of it at the time. Like, maybe I wasn't <laughs> so sure because I hadn't seen it. I'm like, I'm not spending that extra, like, $5. I'm kidding. Yeah. Well, uh, I guess since we don't have much to say about it uh, of our childhood memories because we're all adults when this movie came out, yeah. I guess we can... Uh... Man, it would be sick, though, if I was a kid and this was out, though. Yeah, oh, how right? fun. Yeah, I mean, I, I kind of want to save everything for, for what I want to say at the end with my rating and everything, but yeah, this would have been a, a definitely a really cool to see as a kid. It would have been oh. much cooler, let me put it that way. It would have been, much would have been a great time. Yeah. So, uh, how about we go ahead and just uh, get into the details about this movie? Hell yeah, let's... Run? Our way right to the deets. Thank you, Tails. You're welcome. <laughs> Sonic the Hedgehog was released in theaters February 14th, 2020. It was directed by Jeff Fowler and written by Pat Casey and Josh Miller. It has a runtime of 99 minutes. The budget was around $90 million. Wow. But the box office made around $319 million. That's insane! Yeah. That's so much money! Then that $90 million, so we all know what happened with this yeah, movie. fun facts. Leave it for later. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm always ruining the fun around I'll here. tell you how much it costs later. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's what we ought to do next time. We ought to make the budget of how much is this game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That'd be impossible to get. And then the bonus is like how much it made. Yeah. <laughs> In opening weekend. Yeah. <laughs> uh... But yeah, we'll have a lot to talk about um, the incident that happened before this movie came out. So that'll be really fun to talk about. Uh, Goops, do you got the cast handy? Hell yeah, I do. So coming off here in the number one spot, we got Ben Schwartz as Sonic, voice only. James Marsden as Tom. Jim Carrey as Dr. Robotnik, of course. And I was very skeptical when I first heard that. So was I. I was too. I think everyone was. Everyone was like, this is either going to be terrible really? yeah, or, or amazing. Awesome. That's not how we envisioned Dr. Robotnik, right? Not at we all. We expected him to be like a, like Danny DeVito would be a good, I know we always say Danny DeVito should be casted and everything, but, but he would have been a good Dr. Robotnik because he's short and fat, right? Yes. That would have been a pretty good casting, not going to lie. <laughs> I think he would have killed it on that too. Uh, Tika Sumter as Maddie. Pretzel Lady. <laughs> Natasha Rothwell as Rachel, Adam Pauly as Wade, Lee Majub as Agent Stone, Neil McDonald as Major Bennington, and then Tom Butler as Vice Chairman Walters. Yeah, there's not a lot of... Uh... Oh, then my favorite character, sorry. Frank C. Turner as Crazy Carl. <laughs> Crazy Carl. <laughs> I mean, okay, so the guy that plays Tom, uh, he looks familiar, but... All these actors I didn't really recognize, besides obviously Jim Carrey. Like everyone else, 
seems they they've probably been in in great movies, and I just they're just not on my radar right now, you know. Uh, so I, I wasn't real familiar with this cast. Yeah, I, I recognize the the major, the surgeon dude. Oh yeah 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 uh, he yeah he's been in everything. <laughs> he's he's been always in a lot got of some. Movies. Yeah, for sure. I, I forget about him. Uh, yeah, everyone else uh, just yeah new faces, which was. Which was nice because there was no expectations like you did with you had with Jim Carrey, you know. Yeah, exactly. So I think that really helped. Now that Tom guy did remind me of the guy that played in Smallville. I can't remember his name off the top of my head. Uh, shit. Whatever oh his yeah, name yeah, was. yeah. The guy who plays Superman. Yes, and I kept thinking of him for some reason, and I was like, "That's not him, though. I know that's not him. They're just so damn good looking, both of them." Damn you and your suave looks. <laughs> no, I know uh, that Tom guy's done like more other voice acting stuff. Like okay. animated movies. Gotcha. Well, um, I, I guess it's at, we're at the point to where we're just going to start talking about this movie and trying to tear it apart. Or praise it. Or praise it. Who knows Let's what we're going to do. give it our thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> it's time for Movie Breakdown with Toby and the gang. So the movie starts off with a Paramount logo, which is, if you don't know the Paramount logo, it's a, a mountaintop. And usually what rock it's got, you've been sleeping under? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Come sure. on. Usually you get the stars that circle around the mountain. I love this little touch that it was the rings instead that was of the cute. stars. Very, very good way to kick off the movie. And then after that... It immediately goes into a chase scene with Sonic being chased by Jim Carrey in some kind of flying ship. You don't know what city they're in. It looks like it's New York. It's a real busy city. They're blowing up cars, blowing up buildings, and he's running. He's doing like a monologue, like fucking yeah, <laughs> like an old eighties uh, like Action sitcom, movie, yeah, or sitcom, yeah. Like you wonder how I got here. <laughs> what what is the meme like? Uh... Uh, oh, something, something, something today's years old. No, don't <laughs> give me that. No, I'm talking about the uh, the one that's like, "Hi, my name's Ryan, and I, I'm <laughs> fuck." What is it? I don't know. Oh, it's a TikTok thing. Anyways, yeah, it's one of the, it's Sonic narrating his own story, and it pauses. It's like on a pause, and you see Robotnik in the background. You see Sonic, and it's like he says that he goes too fast. It's his thing. So he wants to start at the beginning. So it rewinds all the way back to the be- beginning of Sonic Story because we're about to learn all the history. Yeah. We get caught up. So now we see this beautiful island with Sonic still narrating. Uh, he says this is where he's from. We see a baby Sonic, which is pretty cute. So yeah. friggin' adorable. And the island he's on looks like something straight out of the video game yeah. with like the loop de loops and the fucking. It's, it's perfect. Yeah, the checker patterns are all yeah. over everything. The, the wooden uh, ladder bridge and stuff like that. Oh, it, it looks like it's straight Down out of the video game. Even the flowers, like, yeah, they look just cool. like the red of the video game. Yeah, it's it's a uh, Great attention to detail. It's very, very good uh, representation of the video game. You know, like, especially for us older folk that have been playing the Sonic games forever, it's, it's a little, like, shot of nostalgia right into your veins. Right, gives you in the hits you in the feels. Yes, for sure. 
Because, like, you know, this this world that we've only really seen... I mean, we've seen it in 3D and stuff, but, like, we our memories are, like, the 16-bit era. So seeing it, like, in real life and beautiful like that, it's... Crazy. It's, yeah. So we end up meeting Longclaw, which she is a big A sweet owl. mama owl. <laughs> yeah, she's a yes. beaked Obi-Wan Kenobi. Takes care of sweet baby Sonic. Yes. And she warns him not to use his speed powers because that will draw attention to their little piece of paradise. Well, too fucking late. Yeah, because yeah. like any child, doesn't fucking listen. <laughs> he does not listen, and that's when all of a sudden the their little treehouse that they're living in is oh. attacked by... We don't know what they are. They're red guys in masks with dreadlocks. Yeah, you kind of see a good glimpse of one. It kind of looks like something that rhymes with smuckles. <laughs> which I I love it because in this movie, which I'm kind of jumping ahead a, a little bit, we we never get any kind of reference to who they were, which is perfect. Like you get a little like teaser Easter egg kind of thing, you know, and I, I like that. But holy fucking sadness! Oh yeah, so this is like whole- a big downer point in the movie. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. It's like right any, off the beginning. Any yeah. animated movie, it's, and like any movie, it needs a good, like a good sad part to like build it back up. So yeah, it's needed, but it's heartbreaking. So Sonic and um, and Longclaw they escape, but Longclaw gets hit by an arrow. Oh yeah, they do slow motion arrow shot oh, too. Poor Longclaw. But like, let's say she only gets hit through the window, doesn't she? Yeah, but she takes that arrow like it's nothing. Like, she hits the ground, and she's well, like, Well, she's saving her blue go. baby. No, I'm cool. And then she's like, oh, man, she's badass. Sadness. Yeah, she, she ends up giving uh, Sonic a bag full of rings and shows him how it opens up a portal and tells him, you know, basic, basically how they work. You know, think of where you want to go. She tells him to stay hidden and never stop running before sending him off. She also, uh, in that little bag, there's a little map in there. And we assume that Longclaw gets killed by the red guys. We don't know. There's no confirmation 100%. Yeah, but yeah, they but totally it seems hint like at it. it like, yes. I mean, like, who knows Sonic at this goes point, through but, the portal. Yeah, and as it's closing, you see them like coming towards her. So, and I she's, mean, she does like a power pose, yeah, like a, a battle, battle pose. pose. Yeah, so. And then Sonic tries to run back towards her because he doesn't want to leave her. And then the, the ring disappears as he's going through it. It's Sadness. it's pretty sad. Like it I is, cried. <laughs> it's no land before time. No, but ever I've seen this movie more than once, and I still cried when we watched it yesterday. <laughs> like <laughs> it's sad. <laughs> well, and then after that, we it it immediately changes uh, gears on on the whole movie because yeah. from here on out, it's a little more fun and it's so not as traumatic. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so it changes. Oh, there's a couple scenes. Yeah, that, it gets uh... a little traumatic, but. <laughs> It's yeah, better. You're, you're it's a right. good pace for a while. So it changes to a board sheriff, which we find out pretty quick that his name is Tom, and he's waiting for someone speeding. Sure, it's not like, Tim. It's not Tim. It's not Titanic Tim. <laughs> <laughs> Go listen to our uh, Saturday Night Slam Masters episode for Titanic Tim. For Titanic Tim. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, he's waiting. He's got his little speed gun, and he's waiting for someone. The big joke in this one is that there's no one in this town. Like, there's no crime or anything. Yeah, like it's clearly a small town. Yeah, like very rural. That's like farms, you know. 
he he sh- he tracks how fast a turtle is going. Oh my god, that's so cute! He starts yelling at him. Zero one. Yeah, <laughs> slow down! You're going too fast, or whatever. As he's setting the gun back up, the speed gun up on his car, it all of a sudden goes off at 296 miles per hour, which I did the the math for you guys. Oh, that's 476 you. kilometers that's per hour. Holy shit. <laughs> yeah, that's so, crazy. Before Tom can pick it up again, his speed gun goes off again, and it says 300 miles per hour, which is 482 kilometers per hour. Whoa, it's so crazy. And Sonic... You can see Sonic in the back windshield looking in at the speed like, gun. Like giving himself to... thumbs up. Like it's adorable. <laughs> He's like celebrating. <laughs> yeah. So uh, Tom ends up looking around outside his car and he finds a blue glowing quill. There's so many like little details in this movie that like I was going to skip over and I was like, no, that's important. Because yeah. everything in this movie plays off of. Yeah, it all ties together. Ev- there, there's not a missing beat. Because they use everything besides, like the tur- well, even the turtle. Here, I'll, I'll get to it in just a second. But even oh, the turtle, <laughs> one of my favorite role. parts of the movie. Yes. Oh, it's so cute. Well, we'll get so, there in a second. Over the radio, they call for uh, Tom to attend a violent gang shootout, but then they just laugh and say they they're kidding. A duck stole a bagel. A dog. <laughs> and they need it back. Don't yeah. forget, they need it back. <laughs> so it's just keeping the the joke going that this is such a small town, nothing ever happens. Yeah, he's just talking to his buddy Wade on the radio. Yeah. The other officer in town. He's not the most intelligent individual, clearly. As he's pulling away, the turtle is still on the road, and we see a car approaching it like it's going to run it over. Oh. Just in the nick of time, Sonic saves it, and he talks to him about he talks to the turtle about being slow. And he takes the turtle. Yeah, he's like, for you almost got yourself run. killed there. What are you, adrenaline junkie? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, it must be rough being slow for you all the time. So then Sonic picks up the motherfucking turtle. Oh my god, it's so adorable. <laughs> starts booking it as fast as he can go, holding the turtle in front of him. And yeah. you can see the turtle kind of enjoying himself. Yeah. It's one of the it's cute. The best moments. Yeah, <laughs> it's it really is. hilarious because you gotta put yourself in the mindset of the turtle <laughs> who's going you know, slow the all the like, time. What the fuck? Now he's going mock speeds, and then when Sonic puts him down, he's shaking. <laughs> yes. Oh, he, it, the little turtle shaking. It's funny. It's so cute. So he drops him off in the forest, and uh, it shows Sonic go to his little hideout, and he's got a bunch of junk that he's collected. He, he's got Flash comic books. He's got a what he calls a personal gym. He's got a ping pong table where he, he runs back and forth and just plays with himself. Kind of oh, really does stre- he now? Stop <laughs> it. <laughs> he it's really stressing that he doesn't have any friends. Yeah, and, they you know, really he, like play on the low he's alone factor, like yes. throughout this whole movie, but especially in this part. Like But does he have a he has a state of the art security system. He does. Which is himself with nunchucks. Yes. <laughs> I forgot about that part, yeah. Uh, he, he. This is where he explains that if he has to, he has the rings to get him to another planet, and he also has a map that shows nine other planets uh, in a ring, and he has some of them crossed off like he's already been there, and he's got one circle that's that's described as a terrible mushroom world as a last resort. So that's the last resort. That's the last spot he can hide, and uh, also bonus points for continuity. I know you guys haven't seen the second one yet, but there's something on that map. Hint, hint. That's all I'm going to say. So if you watch the second one, you know, but it was already there. So that's really, they thunk ahead. They thunk ahead. 
So anyways, uh, I do like the joke that the Mushroom World is the terrible place that Sonic doesn't want to go. <laughs> I don't know if that's a jab at... at oh, it definitely at, is. That's what I took it as. <laughs> Super Mario Brothers. I love it. It's so funny. I just wish it was... I wish it was more on the nose. Like, it's the Mushroom Kingdom. I don't know. Mushroom World is fine, though. It, it's still a funny joke. Sonic, as a narrator, tells you about the town that he's staying in, and it's called Green Hills. Straight out of the game. Love it. it it's a nice way to, to shoehorn in the Green Hills thing. He this, calls, I thought that was the name of the, like, uh, they shouldn't name the planet that. That's, you know, that's what I would have that's thought. That's what the planet looked like. I really thought that that's what they would have done, but. When I think of Green Hills Zone, I don't think of uh, small community. Yeah, but it it was a nice little Easter egg kind of tie Oh, yeah, no, it's a good little shout-out for sure. So he goes on about how he calls Tom, the sheriff, that's the Donut Lord, because he talks to donuts, and he kind of stalks him and his girlfriend, which he calls his girlfriend the Pretzel Lady, which I didn't understand. I don't, I, maybe I missed it, but she's yoga. Because she does yoga. Oh, that's right. Okay. It, it took me a while to figure it out, too, because I'm like, she's not a baker. She's a vet. Like, I don't understand. But then I, when we watched it last time, I'm like, oh, it she's Sonic doing spying yoga. on her from the treetop. He, yeah, he started doing to do yoga, yoga on the path. As well. That's right. He does have a scene where he's trying to do yoga, and, yeah. and he's like, I, I don't know how she bends like that. But you this is a little bones. creepy. Like, like, you're a bit of a stalker, Sonic. Like, I get <laughs> that you're lonely, but like, hmm, I don't know. It's a little creepy. Then we get introduced to the best character, Crazy Carl. <laughs> Sonic, which, which just... is like Toby in real life. <laughs> Sonic just fucks with this guy because, oh, it's like, so funny. It, okay, Sonic is basically Bigfoot to this guy, and he keeps telling everyone around town about the Blue Devil, and he sets all these traps. And Sonic, because he's so fast, he runs around and disarms them all, and uh, he even talks to Carl at one point. Yeah, and he so like he... plays games with them pretty much. Yeah. And he screws around with this guy. He's like, like, he's like, I will catch you one day. And Sonic's like, No, you won't. <laughs> and he set off all of his bear traps. And he has this, this cruelly drawn picture, which kind of looks like Sonic. And he's showing everyone in town, but everyone thinks he's just a lunatic. Yeah. And it's, Sonic it's just good. quite enjoys fucking with him. Yeah, it's just a good time for him. <laughs> so Tom gets home, and we find out that his girlfriend's real name is Maddie. This is where we find out her name. And they have a dog named Ozzy, and Tom gets a letter that says his application has been approved to work in San Francisco, but he's a little weird about moving away from Green Hills, because that's where his whole family, you find out, uh, was sheriffs or... Yeah, for, she, like, the legacy. Yeah, Maddie says something like, there's been, uh, like whatever his last name... 80 years or something? Yeah, there's been uh, someone in your in family this, yeah. as, as protecting this town since whatever... So, the next day, Sonic watches some kids play in the playoffs for a for a baseball game. I, I gotta back up here for one second. Okay. When he's spying on everyone and telling everything about uh, everyone in town, he talks about like how close these friends he are with these people, especially Donor Lord and Pretzel Lady. They watches movies with them. Oh and yeah, he's watching Sonic is a big Keanu Reeves fan. Yes, he loves Keanu Reeves. He knows what's good. <laughs> Even though he's wrong and calls him a national treasure when he's Canadian's national That's treasure. That's right. Or Don't Canada's try to national take... treasure. No, 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 Sonic. Don't take our Keanu away. <laughs> but yeah, he is a treasure. Yeah, they're watching Speed and like he's just going off and imitating the lines and like. And the one line that comes back later, he does the whole 
Well, uh, pop quiz, hot shot. Oh, I didn't notice that. That's funny. Yeah, it's cute. Sonic watches from under the bleachers, and he stays until everyone leaves. And he ends up playing baseball by himself. He plays as the batter, the pitcher, the outfielder, the third base coach, and the catcher. Yeah, everything. <laughs> he does it all, and uh, he pitches himself. Even the himself lazy guy and, in the outfield. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and he scores a run, but he then has a sad moment where he realizes he's all alone, and he gets really sad. Yeah, and angry. The scene where he scores the run, though, is pretty fucking cool. Yeah. This is how he's cutting between all the different parts. Yeah. Showing you how fast he can actually go, because he's doing all this within, like... The time it takes the ball to fly. Yeah. You know. He's very quippy, like Spider-Man. Yeah, like, I'll give him that. He's very, like... like Spider-Man from the comics, well, I guess in the movie movies a little bit, but he's very quippy and, like... Real fast with like making jokes and just making light of every situation too. It's like that's there was so many jokes I couldn't even like write them all down as notes because there's just like there's a joke every two seconds. It feels like he ends up getting really sad and he ends up just constantly running the bases until he goes supersonic speed and it causes a giant blue explosion that knocks the power out in town. Not just out of town, out of like how like the whole seaboard. <laughs> so it shows Tom he's packing at home because he's about to go take this job. I, I assume, but the sheriff that's working that night calls him, panicking like what to do because you know Tom's the one that's in charge. And this is when we see Tom. He notices the quill that he found earlier is glowing blue. And we cut to the Pentagon, where we see some government officials, and they're trying to figure out what the energy blast was. They think it's some kind of attack or something. Yeah, some EMP or terrorist attack. Yeah. So they discuss sending in this bizarre but very smart scientist, which you don't know it's Dr. Robotnik, but you definitely know it's Dr. Robotnik. Yeah, it's one of those. (laughs) Uh, so they send him in to figure out what happened and it cuts to the next day where the military has taken over the baseball field with a, a bunch of military trucks, but then this giant semi truck, this black and red semi truck pulls up and it looks very high tech. This is how we get introduced to Robotnik and he's with his right hand man. What's his name? Stone? Agent Stone. Yeah. Yeah. Agent Stone. Robotnik reminds me of the the guy. He's he's a couple of characters. <laughs> From Grandma's most, Boy. Yes, a hundred percent. That's what I was gonna say. He but is just more of an asshole. I wish yes! I had robot legs. <laughs> yeah, but just add like ten on the douche factor, and then that's it. <laughs> yeah. So he starts arguing with the military general that's in charge, and uh, he's like, "Nope." And he keeps interrupting him. He's such a dick. It's oh just so- yeah. It's so funny. He calls him basic at one point. (laughs) Well, translated into he thinks you're basic. Yes. (laughs) Uh, So Robotnik starts showing like he's got all this tech. Like he's got this power glove kind of thing where he's just moving his fingertips and he's controlling a computer. Yeah, it's crazy. And he's got all these drones that come out of the truck. It just, it really. Babies. His babies. That would hurt giving birth to drones. They're pretty big. I mean, he's yeah, got drones but... of all sizes. Maybe would he give just... birth to, like from his pee hole, or he pooped <laughs> them out? No, he built them. 
Still well, giving them life. He built them. He created they, they them. They call him technically a robot at one point where he acts like a robot, so... Yeah. He but does the robot, too. Yeah, I mean, he does the robot, but he still has human <laughs> parts. So. Uh, you know, I, I have a note right here that so far the movie has done a really good job of getting all the characters that are on screen, like, saying their name. We had that issue with the Super Mario Brothers movie where they wouldn't say the name for, like... 45 minutes and every time you see a new character they they mention their name or in some way some form even the dog they're like hey ozzy how you doing which like is important in a kids movie because yes like, for merchandising factor you want to be able to sell stuff right well, so like just... they need to know their names and plus thank you for me my old ass now i know who everybody is <laughs> right <laughs> robotic even says it. he's like uh looks like they came out of my egg sack because he's talking about charlotte's web yeah. and then the spider then so maybe he gave birth to him with an egg sack. Maybe, maybe. he's like a, but like, a spider how mean? robot. Fucking no spoiler alert. Like just ruin it. Maybe he didn't finish Charlotte's Web, bro. <laughs> well, the guy only reads at a third grade level, so. I mean, I just thought that was cruel. Thought you'd ruin Charlotte's Web. So epic. Major nobody cares. <laughs> <laughs> so the drones start scanning the forest, and they see footprints from Sonic, and they scan them, and. They end up getting hot on his trail. The military and the drones start scanning the entire forest, and Sonic gets ready to run to the Mushroom Planet. He tries to pack only the essentials, which is everything in his little cave that he's <laughs> he's got. Yeah, because, I mean, again, that's all he has, right? He, he's lonely. He doesn't have anything but that stuff. Yeah. So the military is closing in, and he just ends up bolting and getting out of there. Now... Tom's girlfriend left to go find them a new house. In yeah, she's San like Francisco. scouting properties in San Francisco. Yeah, yeah plus her, she has family that lives there, so she's going to visit them and like go look for, start looking at places. Yeah, so that that gets her out of the picture. She's in San Francisco looking, and she goes visiting her sister and her niece, which who the, hates Tom. The yeah, hates. which there's never an explained reason. She never explains why. She's always like, you need to break up with him. But I don't know. Maybe that got cut out or something. But Maybe. Uh, that, that You're right. That is the only, like, one of the only loose ends of, like, she just doesn't like him. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> she, she Nobody knows why. Him. She just don't like him at all. Uh, so Tom thinks that raccoons are in his shed because there's a little part, like I said, everything, like, ties back in together. There's a part when Tom's pulling back up to the house before he gets the letter that where there's raccoons on the trash cans or something. And he's like, ah, get out of here. Yeah. So he hears something in the shed and he thinks it's raccoons again. So he goes out there and this is where he finally meets Sonic. Oh, and also, because uh, Maddie is a vet, she has a tranquilizer gun, so he's going to go... Shoot the raccoons with a tranquilizer gun, I guess. Which looks like could take down a bear. Like this gun. She says is, it could take yeah, down a okay, bear. Yeah. Okay. There we go. I couldn't remember if she did or not. She's on the phone with him. Yeah. <laughs> when yeah, he pulls it out, she's she's like, "Don't use the tranq gun. It's for bears." He's like, "Well, then it's gonna work." I'm just gonna scare them. <laughs> <laughs> well, Tom ends up shooting Sonic with the tranquilizer as uh, he's trying to travel. He's trying to yes. use the ring. And uh, when he hits it, he throws the ring, and then he sees uh, Tom's shirt that says San Francisco on it, and it shows a building. So when the ring yeah, hits like, the as floor... he's falling, he's like, San Francisco? He's all confused. So when the right. ring hits the floor, you see the top of the building, and the fucking, all the rings in the bag fall on top of this building. 
So Sonic is now ringless, which in the game he means he's going to be dead if he gets hit again. <laughs> which is uh, not too far from the, the yeah. fact in this. <laughs> That's life. <laughs> That's life. <laughs> so, yes, Sonic's passed out. The rings are gone. He puts Sonic in a dog kennel. Sonic slowly wakes up and just opens the dog kennel yeah, <laughs> and like, lets himself heck? out. Uh but he calls him Donut Lord. This is where we get the Donut Lord thing. And he, he does he get to answer why he calls him Donut Lord right there? He, or, well, I think it's the, later on. He no, there's a scene that. earlier where he's trying to do his goodbye speech and he's talking to a donut yeah. with sunglasses on the front of his car. And then he saying. always talks to donuts. Yeah, but what he's asking is, does he explain to him now why he calls him Donut Lord? I yeah, think it's later. I think it's later. I yeah, think he it's asks like when they're later. yeah further on down the road. Anyways, before they have time to think about anything, uh, Robotnik shows up outside the door. <laughs> and again, good job, Jim Carrey, because he is so good at playing an arrogant asshole. <laughs> like, imagine this guy showed up at your house like that. My right, God. yeah. I'd be like, fuck you. Yeah, just talking down to you like you're Yeah, like one. a piece of shit. Yeah, Robotnik wants to go inside, but Tom kind of cuts him off. Robotnik tries to lie, too. He tries yeah, he to pretends say, he's, like, with the hydro company and needs to do readings or whatnot. Yeah, something something to do with the power. And, and anyways, Tom won't let him go inside. He actually susses him out. He's like, he's like, oh, you know Steve down down there? And he's like, oh, yeah, Steve. And he's like, <laughs> Steve doesn't work at the power company. He he's works a plumber. for the water yeah, company. Yeah, he, something whatever completely it is. different. But Robotnik has a... He has his little magic, it's not magic, his little computer glove on, and he sends the droids, his, his droids, he sends his drones into the house to start scanning it. Which, no offense, is kind of cheating. Yeah, <laughs> You well, dick. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you're smart, but do you well, want to rub it in our level government, he can get rid of it. True enough, or, yeah, get away with it. Get yeah. away with it, yeah. That's true. So Sonic is hidden up in the attic, and these drones go into the attic, and they start scanning everything. Sonic ends up like hiding in a ball of like stuffed animals or something. He's like curled up in a ball, and they're about to scan him, and he he kind of spin dashes out of there. Yeah, he like freaks out. He's noise. like, "Fuck this!" Like I'm yeah. bouncing. <laughs> so Robotnik, uh, when this big noise and crash happens, Robotnik forces his way into the house, and he finds. A raccoon inside. Trash Panda. Eating (laughs) the cake. I was so excited to see it on, just munching on the cake on the table. Nom, nom, nom. Uh, Yeah, the the cakes were from his girlfriend, which was funny because she bought two cakes. That was cute, yeah. Yeah, Uh, one was like, congratulations. One's like, fuck San Francisco pretty much. Yeah, they suck or whatever. (laughs) Yeah, San Francisco sucks, but if if he got the job, it was, congratulations, I I never had a doubt or something like that. Yeah, it was adorable. Yeah. Uh, But anyways, the raccoon's eating it, and... Robotnik finds the blue quill as he turns around and he starts to walk away. And he starts questioning Tom again and gives him a countdown. Sonic ends up revealing himself and Tom knocks out Robotnik and the drones started shooting at them. Sonic ends up jumping on the back of one of the drones and distracts it long enough for Tom to destroy it. They end up escaping in Tom's truck. Dr. Robotnik wants to catch Sonic to study him for unlimited power. And so, if that doesn't work, dissect him. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Tom and Sonic talk in the truck about what's going on. Sonic tries to explain the rings, but Tom tries to drop him off on the side of the road, and Sonic 
argues that he doesn't know where to go. So he, <laughs> so this is where Tom decides to help him. Oh, he tells Not him be- to go to yeah, go west. west. <laughs> and then he ends up like running right in the water. It comes yeah, back so with like a five, fish on no, his head. Five seconds later, yeah, he's soaking wet with like seaweed and a fish on his head, and like you know, which like, that doesn't I'll, help me. <laughs> I'll say that's a. S- I don't want to spoil anything. Just just know that that might be a little contradicting in the next movie. <laughs> just a little bit. Something to watch for when you see the so, Yeah, one. that that's one of the things that's like, hmm, interesting. So Tom decides to help him uh, get to San Francisco and get the bag of rings. Sonic becomes instantly annoying about when they'll get there and stopping at a giant rubber ball, rubber band ball. Yeah, Tom wouldn't stop, so he's like, okay. So he jumps out the window, goes and comes back. He's like, yeah, that wasn't worth it. And he has all these souvenirs and shit. But again, this part to me really portrays that, like, Sonic's like a child. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, he's oh, a very he is, childlike. 100%. Yeah, he's, he's like a child. Like, kids get annoying in the car. Kids want to stop everywhere. Kids, you know what I mean? Oh, so, if you're a parent, you haven't yeah, been. You know exactly what it is if you've been on a road trip with a, like a child. You ever heard, are we there yet? Are oh, we there yet? Yeah. 500 times in a row. And <laughs> exactly. just want to. Just lose your mind and pull over. Yeah, pull out all your eyelashes because it's more pleasant. Now, this next part, I'm not real... I didn't like this next part. But it needs to be there because it helps push the the story forward. It didn't have to necessarily be what it was, but I get why it's there. And it's a kid's movie. I'm an adult. I shouldn't complain. But I just didn't like this next part. They pull over at a gas station so Tom can make a call. Tom tells Sonic to stay in the car, but there's a biker bar next to the gas station. Yeah, like a horse can't fucking listen. Yeah, there's cool cars and monster trucks and fire. Fire! And and he wants he wants to go look at it. Yeah, and Tom's calling Wade, his right hand man, to try to figure out what's going on back home, and then like robotics there and all these FBI agents. Like because they make Wade out to clearly not be the most intelligent person and. He's talking to them and wait. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then Tom is like, oh, are they there now? Yep, yep, I think so. (laughs) So he's surrounded (laughs) by them, so obviously they know what's going on. Yeah, he talks to Robotnik and basically says he's going to come, he's going to get that headshot. Yeah. And then it cuts to, like, Sonic in the bar. Yeah, he, Tom goes back to the car and Sonic's gone and... That's when we get the cut to Sonic, and he's wearing the cowboy hat and sitting in the bar. And... So sunglasses. Which, yeah, is so obscene. Like He's, he's the size of a child. Yeah. Well, <laughs> and he's the, blue. The waitress does say kids aren't allowed, yeah. and Tom lies and says, oh, he's actually 43, and he's got a skin condition. <laughs> Which is kind of funny. I, I yeah, like I guess you wouldn't question it because you know you never want to make fun of anybody, right? So you'd be like, okay, fine, whatever. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> sorry, uh, sorry. <laughs> so Tom says something about a bucket list. Uh, so Sonic decides that he needs to make his own bucket list, and he runs, goes, gets some paper, and he starts writing down a bunch of stuff. And he gets sad because he knows he's about to leave Earth and go to this mushroom world. So he's not going to be able to complete this list that he just made. Yeah. So it's like Tom a real des- reality that it, it's going to end soon. Like. Right. Tom decides that he's going to help him mark some stuff off that, that old bucket list at this bar. And they play darts. They play a basketball game. They dance. They ride a mechanical bull. Some bikers walk up and say they don't like their kind. Hipsters. 
Yeah. <laughs> And I'm like, blue blue people? No, no. <laughs> right. <laughs> so Sonic tries to fight them by breaking a bottle over one of their heads. It, yeah, he which, keeps on repeating, like, just tapping yeah, it like, on his forehead. Clunk, clunk, Because obviously, like, in the movies they, that he watches through the window, because it's creepy, they always break, right? But Yeah, and he's so excited to be in a bar fight because of the movies. Yeah, <laughs> but then again, in real life, we all know if you... Clonk a bottle on someone's head, it's not gonna no, work. No, you have to swing really hard. <laughs> yeah, a lot it's of not, a, it's not a light It's not tap. an easy feat, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not that I've done that. <laughs> this incident starts an entire full on bar brawl. As it, you know, as, as it will. It Which oh, is yeah, funny. Especially at like a redneck bar like this, yeah. Yeah, exactly. I just think it's funny because it's like Tom and Sonic are fighting this one guy, but everyone in the whole bar starts just beating the shit out of each other. Like They're like, oh, fuck it, fight. Because it all starts because the one guy gets pushed into another guy who's like, hey. Yeah. You know, bam, bam. it's like typical bar fight stuff. So. so this is where we get the first Sonic going super speed. Everything slows down and he runs around. He messes with people. He takes pictures with the, with other people's phones. This is Tom. really clever how they do this part. Yeah. He saves Tom from getting uh, beat up. He gives one guy a wedgie. He eats a bunch of chili dogs. He toilet paper mummies a few people. He drapes <laughs> yeah. a banner through like a bunch of people's feet. Their feet, them yeah. When they and ties it up it. to the fucking ceiling fan. Yeah. yeah. He uh, puts a... a a bear like the the mount that's on a wall like the bear head over the the bad guy the guy that he's trying to break the bottle he puts it over yeah. his head <laughs> this is basically the same scene from x-men first class with with quicksilver yeah there you go yeah more comedic with, yeah. and it is cool because they do this at another point too where they slow it right down but it's if you look closely it's very cool how they do it because they are moving like very very slowly yes they, like they're not is... totally frozen it's right. really cool how it's done so they end up after he goes back to speed and everyone's like beat up and falls over. They end up leaving and getting away and they stay in a hotel. And when they're about to go to sleep, Tom sees Sonic's bucket list. And the last thing that's on there is make a real friend. Aww. And he sees a news report that basically he's a wanted man. <laughs> yeah, he's a wanted man. He's a terrorist. <laughs> According to the news. Robotnik shows up at the bar to question everyone, and he finds out that they're on their way to San Francisco, so Robotnik uses his smarts to find out where they might be. He does a bunch of math to figure out, like, yeah, they've been triangulating this, this and yeah. that, and distance of this, and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> so now it's the next day. Tom and Sonic are on the road again, and Tom and Sonic talk about Tom leaving Green Hills to prove himself as a real cop this is the whole reason he wants to leave he wants to be a real hero he wants to do something that's worthwhile that's why he wants to go to san francisco where there's actually stuff happening and not ducks yeah like i think as he puts it he wants to save a life like he wants to you know be that person who's there and save somebody yeah. you know yeah it's not, not the just ducks like oh, the that was on his bucket list, right? yeah exactly robotnik is in his truck with all his computer gear, and he ends up finding Tom and Sonic in Tom's truck. He ends up uh, shooting a harpoon into the truck. And there, there's a little argument that's going on between Sonic and Tom at this point. So yeah, about how Sonic he shouldn't leave the town, how he's yeah. the only person yeah. that can protect those people. Yeah. And Tom's kind of like, yo, creeper. Like, what the fuck? Chill yeah. out. 
So Sonic's more concerned with them fighting and, and Tom leaving Green Hills. Yeah. For some reason, Sonic powers up again and turns into a, a powerball that destroys Robotnik's little rig that's chasing them. And this is when Robotnik's thing turns into a mini vehicle from the wreckage and it starts chasing them. Yeah, again. Sonic's just like Which sitting there crazy. celebrating. Like this he's is like, really he's cool. like, Yeah, yeah. And he's like thrusting towards it and doing yeah. all these little dances. I I like this because it it's very it's very much like a, a a Robotnik game. Like, you know, you fight Robotnik and he has like two or three forms. So I was like, okay, this is very yeah, much out really of video Yeah, it's a really cool games. play on that. Yeah. He ends up defeating this other thing, this other vehicle that broke off the big one, and it breaks off into a minier vehicle. Yeah, an one... even smaller one. <laughs> it's just it's like got one, one wheel, wheel, like motorcycle. Yeah, it's like a unicycle, thing. but yeah. a motorcycle with a pod. <laughs> and it so has for a some... very powerful laser. Oh, no, that's the, wait, that's the other one, because yeah, that yeah. breaks down, too. Yeah. There's like three or four altogether. There's four. Yeah. Four, okay. So, for some reason, Tom has to defend this one off, like, and he makes Sonic drive, and he swings this, like, lead pipe or something at it and destroys yeah. it. He's and trying that's to just, like, it, beat it. Yeah. That's when it breaks apart again and turns into a tiny helicopter drone, and this is where it's got that heat gun that cuts the top of the truck off. This makes me laugh, because I'm like, oh, now it's a convertible! <laughs> You know, it's funny that the the smallest thing is the like the most dangerous part of it, right? <laughs> like if if you would have had that at the beginning, yeah, you could have done some damage. Yeah. So they end up destroying the little helicopter thing, but it turns into a tiny bomb. And there's a bunch of comedy on this part where <laughs> it like, sticks to them. <laughs> yeah, they're they're they pull again, over they're off s- the side of the highway and pull into the woods. There's so much comedy in this. I'm telling you, there's a joke like every two or three yeah, seconds. Yeah, they really play heavy on the like you. We don't know what you're gonna think about this, but we're gonna make try to make you laugh. Like yeah. So, anyways, Sonic has the bomb. It's stuck to his glove. Tom tries to throw it. It's stuck to him. Tom, Sonic grabs it again. He ends up getting it to stick to something else, and as he's running off, it blows up and it injures him. Now, this is exactly the one hour mark of the movie. I. I I figured I'd write that down just because I was like, okay, a lot has happened in just this time period. So back in Robotnik's semi-truck, Robotnik talks to his assistant. uh, Is this where he has the big dance montage? No, not yet. So back at Robotnik's semi-truck, Robotnik talks to his assistant, and he ends up putting him down and just talking shit to him. But then he finds the blue quill again, and now it's glowing. And for some reason, he licks it, and it kind of gives him, like, a shock, like if you lick a six-volt yeah. battery. Like, I love that that's your reaction, though. Like, I'm going to lick this thing. <laughs> well, he's that weird kind of person. I know, but it's just weird to me that you... Remember the song, Don't You Put It In Your Mouth? Like, he's Canadian. <laughs> he should know that song. <laughs> like, come on. <laughs> so, Sonic's still injured. Tom ends up taking Sonic to Maddie's sister's house. Yeah, because he doesn't know what else to do because he figures she's a vet, right? So maybe she'll know what to do. And yeah, since he's now a wanted terrorist, according to the news, the sister freaks the fuck out. Oh, yeah. Like, loses her shit, doesn't want to let him in the house, like, wants to call the cops. Right, and he's holding Sonic in a blanket, so they're just like, they're like, yeah, you're wanted, What? what's going on, what's happening? And he's like, I'll explain later. Yeah, like, no one questions what this bundle in his arm is. 
until Ozzy the dog, because Ozzy's with her, pulls the blanket off and it's reveals Sonic. And the sister ends up fainting. Which works out well for them. It works yes. well, well for everyone. Yeah. <laughs> so it ends up cutting back to Robotnik in the semi again. And now he's got headphones on and he's running tests on the quill. He as as he's running these tests, he starts a, a song. There's a song playing. There's a light show with like strobe lights yeah, going on. Yeah, it's like on. disco lights happening. Like it's like a freaking rave in this uh yeah, transport semi right now. He's got this like hologram game that he's got, and it's like he's like skiing down a, a mountain. Yeah, I'm or running something. from dinosaurs and shit. Yeah. <laughs> uh and he's doing some weird dance moves as Jim Carrey would. Right. And then as he's testing the quill, it it emits some power and it makes the the semi truck shut down. It, it flips a breaker. Yeah, like so surges Carrey, everything. Jim Carrey goes to flip the breaker back on. And you know, like, I don't know how y'all's house is, but my house has like the breaker box yep. in the garage and it's got the little crappy tape where someone's written like living yes. room and stuff. His says evil lab on it. Oh, it's so funny. Yeah. <laughs> it was so stupid. That, and I just was like, yep, that's That's perfect. great. <laughs> like, it, Robotnik is just all about evil. Like, yeah, pure you know evil. How... He's like Sheldon from Big Bang Theory, but evil. Evil. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, if you watch the Mario movie, like, Koopa has reasonings for, like, trying to go to the real world. It's not evil, it's just his reasonings, and he thinks it's right. Robotnik's just evil. Like there's yeah. <laughs> there's no dancing around. He's just mean. He's, he's just evil and that's what he wants to be. Yeah. Well, he hates bullies because he was bullied as a kid. Yeah, so. exactly. So we but like to out. me though, again, like you hate bullies, but you decide to become the biggest one because you're yeah. mean as fuck and condescending. Well, that happens to, to a lot of people. I know, but still, you should be better than that. <laughs> so he's dancing around and stuff and singing the songs and whatnot. Well, his assistant sneaks up on him with a This latte is fucking great. He, with a latte with goat milk or something. Yeah, steamed and, goat milk or whatever. Like he turns and he yells at him, like, What are you doing here? And the guy's like, I thought you I thought you'd want a latte, blah, blah, blah. And then as he's still yelling at him because he's trying to be angry, he's like, I love your lattes. Like, you know? <laughs> like, thank you. <laughs> it's so stupid, but it's I cute, I love though, that. Yeah. It shows that they, you know, that there is like He's not just totally an asshole all the time to this guy. Like, there is some kind of relation, like working relationship there yeah. between the two of them. So it cuts back to Maddie's sisters. Maddie is a vet, like we've talked about before. So she's trying to figure out what is, what's wrong with him. But he's not exactly an animal, but he's not exactly human. So yeah. she's she's trying to figure out what's going on. Now, there's a character named JoJo, which is the sister's daughter. Daughter, yeah. So Maddie's her niece. niece. Yeah. Which is adorable. They take off Sonic's shoes, and they're all just torn to hell. Yeah, they're like they're duct taped just, yeah, together. Yeah, socks are all worn through. Yeah. So JoJo goes upstairs, and she gets a pair of shoes, and she brings them back downstairs. Not just we... any shoes. The shoes. And while she ignores her mother, who's tied up in a chair like, JoJo! Yes. <laughs> Let me out of here! I gotta pee! Or whatever she's going on about. <laughs> so Tom has this idea of, well, do you have some animal smelling salts to wake him up and maddie's like no they don't make animals yeah those smelling have cat salts. smelling salts but like no offense legit question like did uh, you yeah, ever yeah. not wonder i kind of did <laughs> now i know the answer <laughs> well she has regular uh people smelling salts <laughs> yeah so she pops one and puts it under his nose and he instantly wakes up 
and says, gotta go fast. And then goes ape shit. Yeah. Shout out to Zinger. Gotta go fast. Gotta go fast. <laughs> go listen to our Sonic review with him on it. <laughs> uh, uh, oh, the other funny thing that he says is he, he wakes up and he starts running around. And he goes, what year is it? Is The Rock the president yet? <laughs> so many weird. jokes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, just constantly. We can't even write them all down because then we would just be like... I did pop for that joke, though. Yeah. Yeah, it was We'd be reciting the movie if we tried to recite all the jokes. So, Tom explains what's happening, and that Sonic is the Blue Devil, and that's... He basically explains the plot of what's happening. Yeah. And that's when Maddie actually gives him the shoes, and he Sonic's very grateful because he's never had a... He's never been gifted anything, so he's yeah. very, very sweet about that. Maddie, Tom, and Sonic take her sister's car and make it to San Francisco... They, which it's a really quick cut. Like, it's just like they're there. <laughs> but, like, let's leave it noted that they leave the sister tied up. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> they don't yeah. untie her before they leave. <laughs> uh, they find the building that the rings are on, and Sonic runs up to the building and realizes he needs a key to get to the roof. So they end up trying to sneak in. Uh, they put Sonic in a duffel bag. Tom tells the receptionist at this building that there's a jumper on the roof and he shows his badge, which she immediately calls out, you came from Montana. Yeah, she's like, legit. Like, she calls him on his shit. <laughs> and Tom just lies and he's like, yes. And she gives him a card key she's anyway. Like, whatever, man. <laughs> now, this is one of the funnier scenes and it was in all the commercials for the movie. Sonic is in the bag. They're in the elevator going up, up to the top floor to get to the roof and sonic is complaining about like i can't breathe it's it smells yeah, like being here. cramped in the bag and it stinks and, and they're like, standing in front of the elevator with two other random people yeah, on like each side of the couple building yeah yeah they ask if, if if they've got a kid in there and tom's like yeah it's a kid it's not my kid but yeah, it, yeah it's, it, a kid. it's just it's, oh, yeah, it just gets more awkward every, like, word spoken. And then both a, of the people just kind of, like, step away. Like, it's this. a pretty good scene. I yeah, like that. Yeah, it's great. It's I don't fun. know about you, but if I thought someone had a child yeah, in a bag... Yeah, would you not be like, give me that bag? <laughs> would you not try to do something? Apparently not those two. Lucky for them. Is that San Franciscan attitude? Yeah. Like, don't, <laughs> don't pay attention. Don't get involved. You, you just isolated our San Francisco listeners. <laughs> uh, I try to do every state I can. <laughs> so they get to the roof and they get the rings. And Sonic starts to say a heartfelt goodbye, saying that he made a friend. And he opens the portal and he goes home. And that's the end of the movie. Just kidding. He He throws the ring down. And as he's throwing the ring down to go to the mushroom area, Robotnik sends up a bunch of drones, and Robotnik is in this big, like, drone craft himself. Yeah. And it's now hyper-powered thanks to the quill. Exactly, the power yes. from that. So Tom and Maddie make fun of Robotnik's red suit, which it looks like it's right out of the game, <laughs> but I love that they make fun of it. It's funny, yeah, that they bring they, attention to it. He's like, it's... It makes me more aerodynamic. It's a flight and, suit. Yeah, it's drag resistant. Eggman at one point here. Sonic does, yeah. Yeah, I, I don't remember why. I, maybe I missed that. At one point during this scene, he calls him Eggman. Or at one point during the end of In the movie. In the movie at some point, yeah. So the drones trigger 
and they all start to fire their missiles and bullets and everything. Oh, b- before that, Tom reminds Sonic that they aren't fast like him because there's a, a ton of drones. As they start to shoot, Sonic pushes them off the building and throws a uh, a ring down on the ground. It goes into super slow motion again, and this is where Sonic, like, it's very cartoony. He's he's aiming the missiles back at the drones, yeah. and he's drumming with them, and he's he's just making them all explode and, and destroy all his drones. But Robotnik, because remember, like you were saying earlier, Bean, he, they still move slightly. Robotnik yeah. was about to push a button. He ends up getting to this button, and that quill makes him go super speed, too. So now his... his craft that he's flying around in is just as fast as Sonic, which he ends up shooting a few of his own rockets and those end up kind of hitting near Sonic and makes him fall off the building. This is where he throws the the ring for Tom and Maddie. Yeah, before they they hit the ground. Yeah, before they hit the ground and they end up falling into Green Hills because that's where he thought of Green Hills. Yeah, in somebody's barn. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) They uh, they fall into the barn into a nice hay hay pile so they're safe. And uh, Sonic lands on the ground. Yeah, and then there's, like, the fun classic scene of, like, the old farmer comes around the corner like, Oh, hi, Tom. Like, oh, you think you can help me with this now that you're here? You know, <laughs> yeah. like, just to prove that it's a small town and they need him and all of those things, you know. Now it's just Sonic versus Robotnik through the city, and it picks up from the beginning of the movie. Yeah. So he kind of narrates, and he's like, well, here we are, or whatever he says. Yeah, now we're here or something. Yeah. And Robotnik is destroying the city, trying to kill Sonic. He starts using the rings to try to lose Robotnik. He ends up going through Paris. He goes on the Great Wall of China. He goes to some pyramids in Egypt or something. And then he creates uh, a sandstorm to try to, like, blind Robotnik while he's in Egypt. But then he blasts Sonic, and Sonic throws one more ring, and he ends up going to Green Hills himself, which Robotnik slowly follows him in to Green Hills. Yeah, when he's one of the the pyramid, he gets hit and then kind of ends up in Green Hill. Well, they're well, they're doing jokes back and forth the whole fucking oh, yeah, time. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah. So at this point, Sonic is a little bit injured and beat up, and he's on the ground. Yeah, and he's tired. Like Robotnik comes in, and he's about to uh, shoot Sonic with some kind of missile or whatever. Tom ends up using a ring to sneak up on Robotnik on his flying drone and jumps in with him and fights him inside the cockpit. But, unfortunately, Robotnik gets the upper hand, and... Yeah, he's trained to beat up bullies, man. That's right. He throws him out of the cockpit and turns his attention to Sonic. Yeah, he's a cockpit. (laughs) Jeez. Uh, Now, he's about to attack Sonic again, but this is when the Green Hills town stands up to Robotnik. The, The acting sheriff is there and shoots at him. Yeah, Crazy Carl has a fucking chainsaw. Yeah, just like, (laughs) going crazy. So they're ready to to fight for Sonic. Yeah, which is adorable. Yeah. And Crazy Carl is pretty much telling everyone, see? You knew, like, I was right all along, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah. And it kind of appears that Sonic's knocked out or maybe even dead. Tom gives a heartfelt speech about Earth being Sonic's home, and he was his friend, and Sonic 
ends up waking up. This wakes him up for some Aww, reason, and he's turbo powered. Sweet. Fucking <laughs> supersonic mode. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, somehow Sonic sucks the power out of the quill from Robotnik's uh, flying machine. Robotnik shoots a ton of missiles at Sonic again, but he starts bouncing off the ship. Like, basically, it looks like out of something out of one of the video games. Yes. And Tom throws a ring. And Sonic tells Robotnik that he's not leaving Earth, but Robotnik is, and he spin dashes into him, knocks the ship through the ring, and sends him to the Mushroom World. Tom decides that Green Hills is their home, and that him and Maddie should stay there. And I guess some time passes, and it shows Tom and Maddie remodeling their house. Yeah, this is cute. Yeah, Sonic is playing in the living room. Uh, Well, the government official comes by. Yeah. Yes. And they're asking for, like, uh, are you going to help pay for this house? He's pretty much like, no. Well, they're thinking, because they bring them some. They're like, oh, we wanted to bring you, like, a thank you from the president or whatever. Well, we can never talk about this. Yeah, and- but they're thinking, like, oh, maybe they'll give us some money, like, to help towards the renovations, whatever. No. They, no, uh- and a shout-out to a joke earlier for the only app uh, Tom has on his phone, Olive Garden. Yeah, Olive Garden, $50. <laughs> Again, the little details in this movie. Yeah. They got yeah. a gift card to Olive Garden. Yep, $50. We're your always family. Where they have some great never ending pasta. Yeah, apparently the never ending pasta bowl <laughs> is to die for. Have you had the never ending pasta? <laughs> <laughs> no, but I feel like I should now. Yeah. So, uh. Is it pasta oh, or pasta? During Depends. the scene. During the scene, there's like a, a nice, like, remix Sonic music that's playing in the background. It's kind of cool. It's very nice. Yeah, and, I, I, I yeah, really it was enjoyed cool. that. So, so he he asks uh, if you know if they knew where Sonic was, and uh, they say no, we don't know where he is. So he leaves. Sonic's in the living room, and Tom tells him that it's time to go back to his cave. And Sonic kind of gets a little irritated, and he's fine. fine. And he starts walking out the front door, and Tom asks where's he's going. Oh, my heart starts swelling. And this is where he reveals to Sonic that the Sonic cave is now in the attic with all of Sonic's stuff. So now he lives with them and yeah. he has a family. My heart is warm. Family. Family. We, we get a, a little scene of Robotnik shaving his head with this big fried out mustache yeah, now. Which crazy is crazy mustache. Which is more like the video game. And he's starting to get a bit of a gut now, Oh too. my god, what was he saying when he was throwing that fucking thing? I was dying laughing. Oh, the rock, uh... Rock explorer. I think he's. I think he calls it General Stone. Yeah, but there's something as he's he'll every time he said it every time he'd throw it. Oh, oh I can't yeah, remember. I don't remember what he says, but, but yeah, I, he's. Anyways, it was fucking hilarious. Whatever he, it was, he is on the mushroom planet, and then it cuts. It's done. The movie's over, and it cuts to a fun animated credit sequence that's basically retelling of the entire movie, but done in like the 16. Yeah, which is super cool. Style. Yeah, it was really neat how they did that. And yeah, they definitely left it open for a second movie, which obviously has happened because it's in theaters now. So, <laughs> so we do get that cutscene at the end of the credits where it shows Tails coming through a ring, and uh, he's got some gadgets, and he's like, "I have to find him," and he takes off. Like flying. he's here, yeah. Yeah. So it definitely tease the second movie. As we all know, the second movie has come out, uh, and. Uh, Maybe we'll 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 have to review that one when it comes out to uh, 
the home video. I mean, I'd like to wait so we're not spoiling anything for the second movie. Because hopefully, you know, this has been, what, a couple of years now since this Yeah, we'll wait a while. <laughs> Eventually we'll get there. Um, but yeah, uh, any comments before we move on on the story? This movie was a lot of fun. I liked it. Yeah. That's my comment. Tons of fun. Rock exploration. I'm trying to think of the rock exploration. Maybe I can't remember. Oh yeah, my god! Yeah, something like that. Uh, but how about we uh we jump into fun facts with Bean? Oh, rock connaissance. There we go. Rock connaissance. <laughs> rock connaissance. He's like chucking cool. it and ahead of him. <laughs> oh, thank you for remembering. It was yeah, so that's good. good. And Toby, don't take my fucking line, bro. Oh, you 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 introduced it. I'm sorry. It's time for <laughs> it's time for fun facts with Jenny Bean. Ping. That's me. Hey. <laughs> that's Sonic's rings. Right, that's exciting. Okay, so obviously the one we talked about already was like the big incident when the first teaser poster was released. Naoto Oshima, the character's original designer, and Yuji Naka, former head of the Sonic team, said they disliked Sonic's appearance. Uh, the first trailer caused massive fan backlash, as we all know, because it was terrible looking. So on May 2nd, 2019, director, director Jeff Fowler announced on Twitter that Sonic's design was going to be altered to make the character the best it could be. So that's why the release was pushed back until 2020. I I think that was more internet backlash because the yeah, entire... Yeah, a lot of fan backlash. Like, that's, you know what I mean? Like, that once that trailer dropped and people fucking were like, I'm not going to see this movie if this is what this looks no, like. No, <laughs> I... You know what? I was not excited about it when they no, showed No, me neither. That. I was like, he looked creepy. And all the people that were like redoing the art and showing like how it should look, it was like, yeah, how did y'all fuck this up? And then they came back with a new trailer and everything with the yeah. new art style. And it, everyone, everyone... Everyone was, was like, like praising it. Yeah, people yeah. loved it. Like fans uh, you know liked what? it. Critics liked it. If this movie would have flopped, I would have been pissed at the entire internet because everyone bitched. Yeah, you made them change it and now it stinks. Like, you know, or yeah. whatever, vice versa. Like, oh, you yeah. made them change it, but now it rocks. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. So uh, this is this is one time where the studio... We always talk about, like, people complaining about... Um, what is it? Fan... Fan servicing. Yes, they they serviced the shit out of us on this one. And oh, one hundred percent. Everyone was so happy with the changes, uh, just on the appearance alone. Yeah. Uh, not the movie, but they were just excited about the appearance. So yeah, it I looked think, a lot better. Hell you know? yeah! It was easier to like wrap your head around. Right. So Jim Carrey remarked during uh, like his press promotion that a lot of the dialogue from the script itself didn't end up in the movie. That he was given a lot of creative freedom for his scenes. And he'd just get, like, instructions. Like, for that dance scene, they're like, here's the room, here's some music, just do what you want, kind of thing. Um, and the main reason he even decided to do the movie was because his daughter was a huge fan of the Sonic games when she was growing up. No. Uh, the Mushroom Planet directly evokes Mushroom Hill Zone from the first level of Sonic and Knuckles from 94. Uh, in that zone, various mushrooms could be used as springs and platforms for Sonic to jump on. Yeah, the, his uh, improv in this movie was fucking yeah, it's really phenomenal. Crazy. Just let Jim Carrey be Jim yeah, Carrey. Yeah, that's what they're saying. Like that's what I was just about to read here is that his dance scene was completely improved, and he's the one who even recommended that song that was playing in the background because it's something that he had heard <laughs> as a kid. Yeah, 
Um, on the on Sonic's map, there's a Chaos Emerald. So, I mean, as we all know, a lot of the games revolve around his efforts to collect the emeralds, right? So, uh, the villain known as Doctor Robotnik outside Japan prior to Sonic Adventures. Um, obviously, like in Japan, he was called Eggman. So that's like all those shoutouts to Eggman were for the Japanese name of Robotnik. Which one of the one of our Sonic because we've reviewed all three Sonic the well, we've reviewed the first three Sonic games, uh, and I think we've touched on that that uh, fun fact yeah, before. Yeah, it's been mentioned. Yeah, yeah. I am Go the listen. Eggman. Go listen to our Sonic reviews. Funny enough, like I didn't. I'll say it because I read it, but I wasn't going to say is that Jim Carrey's actually like sang that song like just before this movie came out and everybody was like, oh, he said, I'm the Eggman. <laughs> um, but yeah, when Sonic starts rolling around on the ground, you can hear like the sounds from the game simultaneously. Like you'll hear the spin attack sound and the dash pad sound. Um, and I know you said that Ben Schwartz guy only did the voices, but he also did the facial motion capture too. Okay. Oh, very cool. Um, when Robotnik tells Agent Stone that he was chained, uh, trained by Native American shadow wolves, like apparently that's a real thing. <laughs> They're part of, like, U.S. Immigration and Customs Enforcement, apparently. Oh. Uh, I don't know. I thought that was funny, because I was like, who would think that was real? Um, during his speeding antics inside the motel, Sonic can be seen doing his balancing pose from Sonic the Hedgehog from 91. Yeah, when he's oh. on the edge of the... Yeah, like, they, they really shoot to that pose. Um, Robotnik being... Oh, sorry. I thought I, I just... cut you off, sorry. No, I was just saying I missed that. Okay, um, Robotnik being way skinnier than usual is actually a callback to Sonic the comic, where he starts out being skinnier before he got bigger. Interesting. Um, I didn't yeah, know that. Yeah, I didn't know that either. I thought that was kind of cool. I Like, I mean, I knew there was Sonic comics because Steve's cousin, didn't he used to collect them? He still does. Yeah, so I knew they existed, but I've never read them. They're done by uh, Archie. That's it, yeah. Yeah, I used to collect them when I was a kid. And uh, I mean, I didn't, I didn't have a bunch of them, but I would just pick up random issues here and there. I think they're done by Archie. Yeah, they sure. are. It yeah, comes up are. later in here. Yeah. Um, and when Sonic activates his portals with the rings, you can hear like the ring loss sound and the ring pickup sound from the game. I noticed when he dropped them, you you uh, like when he when he drops them onto the building the first time. Yeah, you hear you like definitely... that classic noise. Yeah. You no know noise. I'm happy I didn't hear. I know, me too. It gives me anxiety. Um, Robotnik's playlist of songs mentions Crush 40, which is a band who composed music for a bunch of different Sonic games, so that's kind of like a little oh, nice callback cool. to those people. Um, do, do, do. So uh, apparently Dwayne Johnson played like The Rock. He played Sonic games in college, so he was all stoked when he heard that line. About him he, being the president? Yeah, like he tweeted about it and shit and thought it was pretty cool. That's great. Uh, this movie's just making everyone happy. Uh, one of the guys who worked on like previous Sonic media was brought in to lead the redesign, so that's cool that when they did the redesign, they actually brought somebody who was experienced with the character already. Thank God. Yeah. Cool. Uh, during the highway chase scene, a figure of Chow, a virtual pet from Sonic Adventures 1998, can be spotted on the dashboard of the family van. Oh shit! Really? Yeah. Apparently, yeah. Like I did. I've never watched any of these like Sonic cartoons or anything, so this is really cool. Like I, I wouldn't have noticed any of these things. That's a game, Sonic Adventures. I'm pretty sure. Okay, yeah, sorry. I didn't play a lot of the games cast. either because I didn't have a Sega. I was more Nintendo. So, um, you guys mentioned this. Like the Green Hill Zone is incorporated into the town. Right. Yeah. 
Um, do, 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 do. That's pointless. Uh, when Sonic is looking at Longclaw's map of possible planets to go to, one of them Long looks similar. Show the tall hands. Yeah, right. Long claws, <laughs> that's right. Um, Long one claw, of them looks claws. really similar to the logo of the Sega Saturn. Uh, the planet's oh, crossed out, which people think is maybe a reference to the Saturn ha- never had a Sonic game released on it, apparently. Which huh. they say, like, is part of the reason why the Sega Saturn kind of didn't do as well. I don't know. That's just what this says. Don't quote me on it. Um, this is kind of cool. The film was released the 60th year of the Sonic developers, Sega. So that's kind of cool. Like, it was on Sega's 60th year. Oh. That it came out. Uh, the zones from the Sonic games have been adapted into parallel worlds into the film. I guess they did that in the comics, too. Like, they use zone a lot to talk about the different regions, so that was supposed to be a throwback to the comics. Uh, the first time they ever, like, this, when they showed his speed, that's the first time apparently it's ever actually been revealed. Oh, it's ever been tracked? Yeah, like, that's the first actual time they've, yeah, revealed it, tracked it, whatever. 300 miles an hour. Yeah. Uh, filmed under the working title Casino Night, which is a reference to the Casino Night Zone from Sonic the Hedgehog 2. Oh, I thought that funny. was kind of cool. I'm like, that's neat. Oh, the tro- this, this makes me laugh. I think we might have mentioned this kind of, too. Um... Crazy Carl's drawing, it's like the classic um, Sanic drawing, right? Like, it's based off of the U- the YouTube video of how to draw Sanic the Hedgehog, which came out in 2010. Like, obviously, this guy drawing a terrible Sonic. Drawing went viral. Just the meme. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like a meme, but, like, that's exactly where that came from. That's funny. Oh, uh, this is... I thought, thought this was cool, too. A lot too. of detail put into this. Mm-hmm. And just because, like, we all, like, I always wonder if movies reuse things. So I thought this was neat that, like, Robotnik's truck is the exact truck used as Galvatron in Transformers Age of Extinction. Huh. Cool. I uh, see. I would have never known that because I didn't watch all the Transformers. No, me movies. neither. I gave up on those a long time ago. Even though they, like, Sonic can't swim in the movie or video games, apparently hedgehogs can swim really well. <laughs> oh, interesting. Hedgehog yeah. facts. Yeah, listen, I thought that listen. was fun. He's he might be a hedgehog in appearance, but he's actually. I, mean, I feel he's like he's more per- like yeah. He's an alien. He's like mm-hmm. he's he, he's got hedgehog qualities, but he's something else. So the hedgehog so, humanoid. Yeah. Right. 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 So when Sonic is given his red shoes by the niece, that's a, apparently a callback to Sonic the comic, where Robotnik gives Sonic, who's been wearing crappy trainers, red sneakers, and apparently those are based off some like Puma women's. Dare mesh sneakers. Some crap. I did notice a Puma logo on them, but I wasn't going to bring it up because yeah, we ain't, we ain't getting. We're not sponsored by Puma. No, 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 Puma no, no, wants no. to give us money. Yeah, Puma, gonna, give us money. Give right? us shoes. Apparently, <laughs> like I never heard about this, but some people were a little pissed because, like, not pissed, but some people were saying that Baby Sonic was like riding on the coattails of Mando, like Baby Yoda, because even though Sonic was supposed to come out before that, it ended up coming out after. But again, like. Had nothing to do with it. Yeah. It was just adorable. Uh, one of the co-writers wanted it to be PG-13, but luckily it was more family-friendly. Rated PG. Rated R. Yeah, it could be intense, <laughs> right? Sonic saying fuck every two seconds. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you can hear that ring sound effect from the game again when he catches a ring with his quill in midair. That's cool. Oh, this makes me sad, though, okay? 
Sonic the Hedgehog creator Yuji Naka claims, so we don't really know, but to have approached the filmmakers about making a cameo appearance in the movie, and they ignored him. Oh. Like, they didn't even respond. Like, no thanks, nothing. They're just like, That's Fuck shitty. You. Right? I was like, that's kind of crappy. Hopefully, uh, in hopefully, he gets a, hopefully he gets a Stan Lee moment in the second one. Right? Like, at least give the guy, it. like, 0.5 seconds of, like, hey. Yeah. Um, in Sonic's Lair, he has, like, the Need for Speed license plate. Just, like, a throwback to Need for Speed and Top Gun, apparently, too. Yeah, he's got a bunch of Flash comics, too, so. <laughs> yeah. Um, when he sneaks around the bar in the cowboy hat and his baggy shirt, like, apparently that's a throwback from Adventures of Sonic the Hedgehog, because apparently he would wear disguises in that one. That's funny. I don't know for sure, but... We already, sorry, already talked about that. Oh, this is cool, too. I don't know, at least I thought it was cool. Um, in the baseball scene, when he's running and running and running around the diamond, that, if you look at the the diamond pattern, apparently it looks a lot like the Sonic CD's pencil test animation. Huh. Yeah, I thought that was cool. Um, there, I mean, there's just a lot of little Easter eggs, which I appreciated. I think the Easter eggs are, are awesome, especially for, you know, fanboys and stuff. Okay, so when Dr. Robotnik is pretending to be chased by the T-Rex, apparently that's a reference to Jim Carrey having been considered for the role of Dr. Ian Malcolm in Jurassic Park. <laughs> I don't know how true that is, but if that's true, that's fucking funny. That is really funny. Uh, the The street in the opening sequence is named Mega Drive, which is kind of cool. That's See, I missed that. I hate that I missed that, because that's a really cool one. That was good. Yeah, those were some damn good fun facts. Anyways, there's a bunch more. So if you ever want to talk about annoying Sonic facts, just hit me up. <laughs> <laughs> You're the person that knows that them all. That was only now. like half of the ones that I had. So. Oh my goodness. <laughs> yeah, there's yeah, a there's... bunch more. Like legit. That was a lot of good fun Regardless facts. to say, though, they put a lot of love into like the little details in this movie. Like I have probably at least 20 more like throwbacks to Sonic games or That's things so cool. like that, which is kind of cool. Well, thank you, Jenny Bean, for And I know I didn't get facts. to it, but I said we would. The redesign cost over $5 million. Oh, my gosh. Because it was later on in that. That's well, how yeah, I was going to end my shoot. fun facts. But, yeah, to redesign that was over $5 million. Yeah. Jesus. Well, so they they made their <laughs> money back. But, yeah, exactly. Totally worth every penny. Yep. Made the fans happy. Made everyone happy. Yeah. Speaking of happy, I think it's time for us to give a rating, a 1 to 10 rating overall. What did we think of this movie? One being it's awful. Don't watch it. Ten being you you need to own 55 copies of it. It's just that good. Uh, Bean, do you want to go first? Who do, who do we want to go first? Ladies first. Oh, first okay. ladies first. First ladies first. Well, I didn't want to put her on the spot, but yeah, sure, okay. go first. Put her on the spot. That's fine. Um, um, I think this movie is a lot of fun. I had a great time watching it. I always like seeing something that, you know... Something I used to play, something I used to watch, whatnot, you know, um, brought to life in a new way. Um, even though I wasn't the biggest Sonic fan, that's fine. I still had a lot of fun with this. I like that it's something that I can enjoy with my kid. That's a lot of fun. Um, kind of did creep me out how much of, like, one twist in this could have been a fucking horror movie. Like, Sonic could have been a fucking, like, pervy voyeur, and Robotnik could have been, like, even more of a mass freaking crazy murderer than he was, and this would have been a terrifying horror movie. So, so some things, I think, skirted the line, like, a little bit too close. Like, 
I get Sonic's lonely, but maybe we could have laid off that a bit and maybe had him not so creepy. But I get it. You needed a storyline, so that's fine. Um, overall, I'll give it like a seven and a half. Like, it's definitely worth a good watch. Especially if you're a fan of the games and the character itself. It's fun. I liked it. Okay. Uh, Goops, you want to go next? Yeah, it was a fun, good uh, family movie. It was very enjoyable. Lots of good jokes there. The speed and timing of the jokes were great. Consistent. And uh, I don't think they overdid it. The fact that they redid Sonic in general, because this movie could have been shit. Let's be honest Yeah, here. it's like very a fine line between it's going to be either awesome or crap. Like, I'm so happy they went back and redid the whole thing. Sure, we had to wait more time for it to come out, but I'd rather have this product than what we could have. Exactly. Very much enjoyable. Uh, we watched it as a family multiple times, and I will watch it again. Can't wait to go see the second one. I had a great time with this movie. And uh, just the little throwbacks they have into it. And Jenny said a whole bunch of them there, when there's a whole bunch more. But it's good to, as a fanboy to watch this and pick up those little things out because it makes you feel special, like you're a part of something when you notice those things come up on screen. It's like, oh, hey, this is a shout out to this, or this is a shout out to that. And uh, I like those moments in the movie. Yeah, they feel like they're. You like for the Easter you. eggs? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the cast in this movie was great. The the voice of Sonic is fucking awesome. I had a great time. I'm gonna give it a. I'm gonna give it a solid eight. Okay. Wait, I'll give it an eight point five. I'll bump it up a bit. We've watched some shitty movies on here. <laughs> That's true. This was a you really good have. one. I, I highly recommend it if you haven't seen it yet. Yeah, this one's a lot of fun. Even it's though you probably you pretty much just listen to the audiobook version of it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. okay. I love this movie. I'm so glad they did the redesign. I think that overall helped the experience. I think if they would have went the other direction, it it still probably would have been fine. But I think everyone would have just been stuck on like it looks. He looks goofy. He doesn't look right. He's got human eyes. He needs big, cartoony eyes. You know, I think that was one of the biggest flaws. I wish we could have seen Tails, the the, the original design for Tails. Uh, but no, I love this movie. So many Easter eggs. So many jokes. It's definitely a good movie to watch with your kid. There was enough references that nothing was too cringy or anything. Like, you know, everything... There's so many references. Gosh, so, so many references. The only scene I didn't like was the bar. But I get why they did it, because they needed to, like, draw a connection between Tom and Sonic. And then they also had to have Robotnik figure out where they're going. Yo, fun uh, fact I didn't get to. Sorry to cut you off, but the reason yeah. they said he's 43 is because when Sonic came out, I think he would have been, like... They were saying he was like 13 or 15. So at this point in real time, he would be 43 years old. Oh, that's funny. Sorry. See, just little, little things like <laughs> that. Like if you want more fun facts, go to IMDb. Fun fa Like, they're <laughs> facts. It tells you there's like 200 of them. See, there's just so much attention to detail. It was a, It's kind of a goofy plot, but like everything makes sense. Like, there's a reason for everything that happens in this movie where except the except the bar scene i still think the bar scene could have been written differently but everything is needed to get where you need to get you know uh i really i just i had a really good time with it i know the kid enjoyed it when we went and saw it in the theater uh you know i honestly think that i'm gonna have to agree with goobs on an 8.5 on this one so uh with all of our scores combined that's an 8.1 overall 
Nice. I think that's Good our job, highest Sonic. rated movie so far. Maybe. Yeah, it has to be. It's it's at least well. I mean, we've only got. I like mean, it's five probably or six the one with the highest budget as well. So let's make that very clear. <laughs> and it's the newest one as well. Yeah, exactly. This didn't come out very long ago, like 2020, right? So two years yeah. ago. Don't worry. Next time we do a movie, we'll do a shitty one. That's all right. It's nice to do so. It's refreshing to change it up, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, this is the end of the show. Goobs Bean, we have to shout out the patrons. Yes, we love you so, so much. Thank you for supporting your Thick Boys. Yay! Thick Boys! I didn't get to do a Thick Boy on this one, so... No, there you go. Thick, thicky, thick, thick boys. Thicky McThickerton. I was just about to say the exact same thing. That's so funny. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so thank you for your support. You keep, uh, keep everything going on here on the show, and we really, really appreciate it. Now it's time for me to give you some silly nicknames. Right. Uh, you can go to patreon.com slash badsecretmedia to support the show. For as low as $1, that'll get you all the extra content that we put up. Uh, but we're uh, we're going to speed through this because this episode's going a little long. Goobs, what is the theme of the nicknames this uh, It's pretty much robotics, like robots, equipment kind of thing. <laughs> Perfect. All right. So, or in this case, egg. Everything's named egg something. Clearly <laughs> egg is a big deal. Yes, it is, sure is. Alright, kicking us off, we got Crash Override. Egg Scorcher. DJ Romance Baby. Egg Stinger. Gilby Talks. Egg Spiker. Wolfman. Eggs Drillster. Obreon. Egg Poison. Evil Ringo. Egg Hammer. Paprika. Egg Claw. The Berg. Egg Digger. Level One Noob. Brass Eggman. The Reviews Brothers. Egg Marine. <laughs> Keith Gasper. Flying Eggman. Crisco Clean. Barrier Eggman. Fat Shags. Death Egg Robot. Masked Llama. Egg Tilter. And last, we've got Riku. Egg Razor. Those are the patrons. We appreciate you all for supporting the show. You can go to patreon.com slash badsecretmedia and uh, support our silly little conversations about movies and games. That would be excellent. Oh! <laughs> I was like, I need to make one shitty egg joke. Stop yoking was... around. Now let's get cracking. Oh my gosh! Everyone's uh, brains are scrambled after that one. Oh, man. It's time to look on the sunny side of life, though. Oh, that's good. Oh, those are all so good. I think that's where we end it right there. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Game over, folks. I hate Secret Levels podcast.